this week on the Bamcast. He think he's bad and ain't got no class. I'm gonna rock this podcast up his motherfucking ass. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the Bamcast. Hey, Bamcast. Episode 310. What? Wow! <laughs> so many numbers. So Shock and amazement. Oh, that's all the, the numbers. The one time I wasn't going to react to the numbers. Shock and amazement Everybody. at the incremental increase in our episode number. <laughs> I have conditioned you guys to act all like right. assholes in relation to the episode number. Right. Victory. Just, 310 we're episodes. We're all waiting for the Nintendo. And then finally. That was like your, finally was your long con. Long con. And finally yeah. we're the rats. We're just hitting our own button now. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Feed us the shit pellet. Pavlov's <laughs> podcasters. Mm, so, yeah, so good. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the Bamfcast is we go ahead and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come here and talk about the f- first half. Then good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one of five jocks and robot jocks. That's what we rate them. Right. Yeah, that's a rating system. That is what we rate yeah. them as. Mm-hmm. But see, there's bad, bad movies. The oh. stay away kind, they get a negative sign scale, one of five bags of douchebags are from Twilight. Boo. Oh, that's terrible. Not we as don't like that. good. Nope. All right, so, so we're going to get to the movie in just a minute. Okay, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Time out for, from your normal intro mm-hmm. section. Whistle. Got a little something to say. Mm-hmm. Important business. Yeah. Show business. <laughs> this isn't show friends. This is show oh, business. Um, I mean, we could show friends too. Mm. I guess we could watch friends. Hey, Bad movie friends. You know that thing mm. you're sick of hearing on the internet? We have one too. <laughs> <laughs> we have a Patreon page. Yeah, but in all seriousness, we we, we have a Patreon page because we we want to do more for you, with mm. you, to you, and uh, <laughs> Patreon will help help us facilitate that. It We're does. trying to cover some of the you know some of the. Costs for hosting and right. and assorted sundries, and we figured, why not beg the internet for money like everybody else? Sure, some people seem to be doing quite well yeah. at it. Yep. So, as a matter of fact, we've already nothing hold we've already soft launched it. So, if we you've have. already been following us on the social networking, you would you would you would know because we've been yeah. hitting it pretty hard here mm-hmm. in the last few days, mm-hmm. um, and we already have backers. We're, we're, to we our, do our delight yeah. and amazement. We, yeah. Or be mostly be amazement. amazement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We've already hit like. Three goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had four. <laughs> yeah, we were, we like, were like, we'll wow, we need another one. Yeah, because <laughs> we put one so high that we we're like, oh no, we'll never get that. We didn't think people even see yeah. that that was another and tier. We, and we put the other ones really low, and we're like, oh, we'll never hit that. And it's right. like, oh crap, first two hours. Okay, never mind. So what does that mean? Uh, well, the quick and dirty version: if you donate anything, uh, you're automatically in for at least the base stuff. Mm-hmm. We are going to do a, a monthly bonus, uh, just general Thing. random bullshit podcast. Yeah, there, yes, there will a be Bear Suit Studios BS cast. Yeah, yeah. bonus BS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're getting you're getting bonus. You're getting something for free. Yeah, right. almost. You so, know how we always joke about Patreon content? It will actually be we're gonna make, Patreon yeah. content. It's that's what it's going to be now. So, um, uh, yep. If you're if you're watching the live stream, we have a little portable recorder. We're going to take this when we go everywhere out and about and yeah, record our dumb, we're record stupid our dream journals about conversations you. that we tend to have all the time where we're in the car laughing going man we should be recording this because mm-hmm. it's hilarious <laughs> and now selling it on the internet. right <laughs> and now we can um <laughs> it is important to note that uh regular subscribers to our, our show nothing is going to change to the negative for you correct uh we are always going to be giving this shit away for free because that's how uh wonderful we are and we just plain love doing it uh, mainly, this is just like a fundraising thing. Um, it's like PBS, only way less annoying, we hope. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you might not get a tote bag for $120. Mm. Nah. 
No totes. Totes, no totes. totes, no totes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but thanks to you guys, we can continue to put it out for free because you paid for all the hosting now. Yeah. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Hosting's expensive, y'all. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, now it's not only free to everyone; it's also free to us. <laughs> yes, yes. Hooray! <laughs> Our years in the red are finally over. Well, after a few more yeah, years. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. But, but yeah, we uh, definitely want to be clear. Like, nothing with the main show is going to change. No. This is all bonus gravy. Yep. It's just going to let us do some more stuff that we've been wanting to do for a while. And, yeah. and it's going to be fun stuff. Um, we Our our next goal is... Uh, sweet, sweet merch. Our merch. next goal is, is actually getting sweet-ass merchandise. So um, People have been asking. Yeah, that yeah. will include some things that people have been asking for, but I'm not going to give any specifics because I don't want to be held accountable for anything I say on the air ever. <laughs> right. All right. Like, well, Bamcast underwear, we can't hey, guarantee DJ, it. DJ, 2016. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's pretty good. I'll say it. We want to do t-shirts. Well, we do. We do and, want to do t-shirts. If, yeah, okay. And basically We're what happens is if, if we can get enough money through the Patreon, we can make the prices reasonable for everyone. Yeah. yeah. Because as the big hurdle for now has been like, oh crap, we're gonna have to charge like forty bucks for a shirt. Right. To be able to cover the costs. And that sucks. Mm-hmm. So we want to make it reasonable right for everybody. So that's what helps. Yeah. A ton. We're, we're also uh we're also thinking about make BMF cast great again embroidered hats. Well sure. Um in red. Um <laughs> yes. Yeah. We we make were great yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how about just make BMF cast great. Yeah. <laughs> We don't need no, we're, going to, we're going to apply imply that we've been great at some point. Okay. Yeah. yeah then we fell Much off. like the other person who uses the make something great again hat. Yeah. Nobody's to know that we weren't new and notable when we were new. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We yeah, should you go back. You go back and notable. tell us we weren't new. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, besides all of this uh, wonderful stuff, uh, yeah. let's let's transaction tra- transaction. Let's transition ah. back into the show Ta-ching. with other happy yeah. things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Hold wait, on. Wait. Wait. What? Just before we get out of that, we should probably say. You go to patreon.com slash Bamcast. Oh, okay. Yes. That's the address. Find yes. the relevant information. Good call. The, yeah. The minimum entry is a dollar. So, so you got a dollar. Yeah. You got Give us that dollar. Well, technically $12 a year. Sure. It's an ongoing thing. Yeah, but it only bills you once. Yeah. Yeah. A month. Right. Just go check it out. Look into it. It's super easy. Everyone's doing it. Right. It's on the up and up. But. Thank you, everyone who's already donated. Mm-hmm. Thank you for everyone who will in the future. Yeah. So we love you guys. You're awesome. Speaking of awesome. Speaking of awesome. Yeah. It's February, guys. Woo! Yeah. You know what that means? Yeah. I do. I do. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Can uh, I? What is it? It's Black Exploitation History Month. Yes. Yeah, Gold star for you. Aw. Oh, I'm so good. No, not for you. <laughs> oh. You get a blue one. It's like participation star. Mm. But we're starting it off <laughs> with uh, 1976's The Human Tornado. Yeah, so we More are starting it off with Dolomite the human, Two or yeah, Tornado. Something. Yeah, that's where we start. Rudy Ray Moore in yeah, it's it's Rudy Ray Moore it's Dolomite. Our third Rudy Ray Moore movie. Yay! Yeah. All right, um, <laughs> we should do. Rudy There's Ray a thing less. online that uh, proclaims to be a plot summary, so I'm going to read it. Oh, Dolomite comes to the rescue of Queen Bee, whose nightclub is threatened by the mafia. <laughs> human Tornado. Yeah. yeah, is it? Yeah, okay, sure. Is it? It isn't even threatened. It's shut down by the mafia. It's beating the fuck up. Is it the mafia? Yeah. Well, yes. Yes. They yeah, are is it? They are Italian dudes. Oh. Just because well. they're Italian. <laughs> Italian. Just because they're <laughs> Italian doesn't mean they're mafia. Okay. They're all kind of slightly... Yeah. They're leaning yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. to the... Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> Getting out of the way of that one. <laughs> but yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, Dolmite's back. <laughs> and he, he sure is. Yeah. 
it starts out pretty good because the credits are hand painted. Mm-hmm. Someone drew on some glass. Those are pretty nice. And uh, over him just doing goofy. Well, the, riffs the, the initial one on a, is on him, him roadside holding like a uh, a credit uh, quilt. It's a, it's a cape. No, it's a cape. It's, it's a, a cape, cape with like his a, name on it. It's like a sign because it's got those cutouts for the airflow to go yeah. through it. Oh, okay. And he's just running, holds it up and runs <laughs> towards a ditch and runs yeah. down the ditch but and off that camera. That one is Rudy Moore is Dolomite in the human tornado and then he disappears off and then, the, yeah. you know, we have these static glass on hand painted credits. Right. And a lot of it is just him standing by the side of some road somewhere mm-hmm. flailing about. Just goofing just i'm doing some moves here look at me yeah you know what you're getting out of rudy ray moore uh-huh not much and that's what you get <laughs> the minimal amount yeah. of effort <laughs> well yeah okay kind of yeah so <laughs> yeah the credits but, go on and on they're all hand-painted and that's that's enough of that yeah uh-huh. but from there they get that out of the way early yes he does a bunch of his routines in his club yeah, and it's and it's his, he has costume changes, so you know that it's not just one night. This is multiple. I've nights. been doing this for a while. Mm-hmm. I'm still telling the same types of jokes that I did in the first one. Uh-huh. And look at this fat motherfucker and, sitting yeah, here and, in the audience. You're yeah. fat. And out of the context, like? <laughs> so yeah, out, out of the context of the '70s, they really don't work at all. Mm. Like I, they probably did back then because people loved them some Rudy Ray Moore, but. I, Some people loved Rudy Ray Moore. I think I, a few people liked Rudy Ray Moore. Rudy yeah. Ray Moore really likes Rudy Ray Moore. Oh, yes, he yeah, does. Of course. Yeah. But I. But yeah, they get unlike. Like, I like this better than Dolomite because Dolomite it comes like kind of between the second and third act, and it just stops the movie dead in its tracks mm-hmm. for like five to ten minutes of him just doing these his routine. Yeah, you, and here they're like, all right, we're getting it out of the way. Yeah, this might almost be like introduction. And then he goes to his big ass house. It is a big ass. Where there's house. kind of already a party in progress. And yeah. Yes. And it's well, it's it's more of a meet it, it's half party half meeting because there's mm-hmm. like there's meeting. <laughs> there's yeah. there's a group there saying something about well the the boy's home has been taken away by the man or something, mm-hmm. and woe is us because yeah. the boys need a place. And all of us are suddenly like, oh, they're gonna save a rec center. Yeah, you would think, but so like, but no. <laughs> so th- there's like this speech going on. Dolomite has entered the house, changed clothes, walks into a bedroom, and there's a lady there, and he's super annoyed that she's there, and he's just like, "Take all that shit off. I'll be back after I deal with my business." Mm-hmm. You got bad timing. Yeah. So she starts to disrobe, is dressed like an elf for some reason, like BJ said during the movie, <laughs> and then he enters this room where everyone is awaiting the special guest to arrive and he just sort of sashays in like i am your lord look at me i'm dolomite and everyone's just like oh my god dolomite please save the the rec center and he's like i've decided they can have my house and everyone was like sweet and then he goes and has sex with the with the lady. <laughs> yeah, but he's like very angry about it. He doesn't like it. And it, it, he kind of reveals during the dialogue that he's paying her or she's paying him for the time. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you got 30 minutes. Let's get this over with. Yeah, he's not. He's not happy about this at all. No, which seems odd for Rudy Ray Moore to be. Yeah. Having sex and being like, no. Yeah. No the man has principles, but yet is willing to bend mm. them, I guess. So I guess. But okay. <laughs> well, we, we kind of find out why later. But uh yeah. At this point, you know, his friends are just kinda hanging out like on I guess 
it's on a hillside, so they're just kind of on the hillside dancing to nothing. It's the big house on the hill. Yeah. But they're they're dancing up on the, uh, and, you know, it's visible from the street. And these rednecks pull up and are just like, what in tarnation's going on up there? Yeah, well, like, there's... Mama! There's, well, <laughs> these are like is, the, the Beverly Hillbillies just yeah. rolled into Beverly Hills. Yeah. yeah. And the guy driving is just like, they're having a party. And the lady's like, they're not having a party. They're not people. They're, you know... And then we they're get into black exploitation 70s movies. And, yeah. And he's like, yeah, you're right. They are. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. Yeah, okay. And they are just like... They're like, this is... No. Go get the sheriff. Yeah, we have to go tell the police immediately. <laughs> right. People having yeah. a party. Cut to to uh, the sheriff. Oh, Jesus. Well, cut to who, guy interrupting the sheriff's oh, nap. Yeah. Who runs in and then immediately re- re- realizes his mistake, runs back out while the sheriff wakes up and fires a shot. Mm-hmm. And then this sheriff is the most gleefully racist guy I've ever seen. Like, he is the happiest racist ever. Yeah. Like... He's an evil motherfucker, make no mistake, mm-hmm. but he is also the happy like if you never takes got into great a, joy in it. Yeah, but like if you never got into a conversation with race about the guy, you would think he's the most gregarious guy you've ever been You'd around. You'd be like, is he the mall Santa? Because look at him. He's all twinkly <laughs> yeah. and he's big just bearded. full of life, this guy. He's so much yeah. fun. But no, he's a hor- also a horrible yes, person. Yes, <laughs> he is so incredibly happy that he gets to bust these black people in their nice house having a party doing nothing wrong. Right. Yeah. But beyond that, I mean, I get I get the idea. I, this one doesn't make any sense because I don't really know where they start to where they end up because this sheriff and the deputy like make you think you're in this like small ass little town mm-hmm. in Alabama. In I Alabama, I said guess. Alabama it, somewhere. It okay. But like, you know, he's got this palace, which I didn't know there were any houses large in all of Alabama. But there you go. There was like a sheriff's crest on something yeah. like city of something. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. So like apparently this town is so small that I guess it's just him and the deputy because he's like nothing mm-hmm. like that goes on here. And I'm pretty sure they go just round up random people, including rednecks, the, yes. the rednecks that, you know, reported the crime. Mm-hmm. Correct. Or n- non-crime, I should say. Right. Um. Yeah. And, and there's a group just sitting outside by the cars of, of, you know, Rudy Ray Moore's friends. And they're just like, oh, shit. Like the cops are coming and they're like, they're coming super fast. Let's go tell everybody inside. And, they <laughs> and they're in- super fast. Yeah. <laughs> Because they walk inside and not five seconds after them. Yeah. These rednecks are busting in with shotguns and everything. Yeah. Just screaming and yelling. But during this confusion, we realize that one of the guys standing outside is Ernie Hudson. Young Ernie yeah. Hudson is in this movie. Very young, like, very bald you know, Ernie it, Hudson. The shot was just far enough away. We we're like, okay, these guys, and they're running, and they kind of more just, like Ernie Studs. They're being like very, <laughs> they're being very chaotic, and so they run in. We're like, oh hey, when you slow down for a second, I can see that's Ernie Hudson. Yep. Once once he gets like a good line of dialogue that yeah. you can hear, you're like, oh wow, okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah, Ernie Hudson's in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, these horrible racist cops run in and say all a bunch more racist horrible mm-hmm. things. You know. Tell everybody to put their hands up, and yeah, of course, like some people are resisting because they're not doing anything wrong, mm-hmm. and you know it goes it, badly. It goes, yeah, <laughs> it goes, it goes badly, and and the sheriff <sighs> takes one of the girls, decides he likes her, and yeah, basically chases her into the back of the house, right, 
And she promptly knees him in the groin, mm-hmm. which he re- reacts to appropriately by falling to his knees for a for the rest of the scene, basically. Right. Yeah. But she gets a shotgun stock to the back of the head, which causes her to fall in the room finally where Dolomite is, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. And that's mm-hmm. finally like he never he didn't hear any of this up until that. But he was busy. He's busy you know, with his business. You know, the, the the deputy who, you know, clocked her in the back of the head goes in, too, and looks up and is like, sees the woman in bed with Dolomite and is like, Mrs. whatever her name is? Mrs. Mm-hmm. Sheriff, essentially. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, Mrs. And, and, and needs Sheriff kind of comes around the corner. Right. Crawls. Yeah, he's still like. Holding his groin. Oh, my, my junk. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, my wife. Yeah. yeah. And he immediately just says, shoot them both. Right. So deputy's just like, all right, shotgun blast the wife. Right in the chest. Not before she gives, like, the world's longest scream about it. Right. Well, she says something like this, you know, some bullshit like this is not what it looks like, or he made well, the, he yeah, forced me to do it. Yeah, he made me do it. And that's Riri Moore says, bitch, are you for real? Yeah. <laughs> and jumps out of the way. So she gets shotgun blasted, mm-hmm. and then they try to kill Dolomite. That ain't happening. So Dolomite. Yeah, he ends up killing the deputy. Yeah. And then runs out of the room naked. Mm-hmm. To which he the next scene is him jumping off the side, like down the hill. Mm-hmm. And as they show him midair, they freeze frame it. They say instant replay. They rewind it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, he says something to the effect like, of, I want all y'all to know I actually did this. Yeah. Basically like, oh, you didn't think you I did, jumped off yeah. this hill? Look at it again. Uh, and, so. it, and it flashes instant replay on the screen as yeah. he jumps and rolls down the hill. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's basically like this giant. It's a very steep hill, but it's just covered with like ivy, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, it it's not pleasant to roll down. Probably no. certainly not naked. Yeah, but he does. And then, you know, his his group is down at the bottom of the hill waiting for him. And he just hops in the car and they drive off while the police give chase. And mm-hmm. he rhymes a bunch of his dialogue for a while. Yeah, a lot. Badly and awkwardly and like, how come none of his friends are like, dude, speak normal. Like, (laughs) you know, if you hung out with Rudy Ray Moore, you probably you'd probably just go with it after a while. Maybe. All right. Well, they do all start picking up on it because like two, at least two of his other guys just will start doing it at random points. And then, you know, he looks on like, ah, they have learned from the master. Mm -hmm. It's like everyone starts rhyming their dialogue in this universe. Uh. Dolomite is a cool son of a bitch. Hmm. So you would want to hang out with Dolomite, even if he did some dumb rhyming shit every once in a while. <laughs> well, okay, probably. He had the parties, man. He did, yes. And he was a generous individual. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. He was giving away yeah. his house. He was giving the mansion yeah. away to the Boys and Girls Orphanage Club. Yeah, yeah he was going to save the rec center <laughs> by giving them his party house. <laughs> right. Which, by the way, I like... like I, Look at there might still be some cocaine in yeah, the walls. I, I, I hate to admit it, but like as he was giving that speech about giving us home away, I was like, oh, no... Don't let kids there. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah. They might find something in a drawer. Like, there might be a bring in a black light because, like, that <laughs> oh, place is. Gone. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Half the roof house. Probably some torched. Adult party favors. <laughs> oh, yeah. maybe a pistol on, between a mattress. That should have been, like, the post credit scene of, like, the kids <laughs> coming to the <laughs> running house around with guns and, just and picking up all the garbage. And, Look, I found a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> Don't no. blow that up. No, no Billy, no. Yeah, but no. <clears throat> Put that in our remake. Right. Uh, no remake. He's still making these. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, 
So it becomes this car chase, a bad car chase, because it's all sped up and it's through like puddles and mud, puddles of mud. And it just, I I don't know. At, at some point they get to, a, he says, pull in that tunnel, although he rhymed it with something else. Mm-hmm. And called it a cave. It, yes, he did. That's right. He called it, <laughs> pull into that cave. their asses it will save or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yes. Um, and they, they go in there in the park and he says, I'm going to shove the shotgun up his motherfucking ass and blind from the intro <laughs> yeah he says he thinks he's bad and ain't got no class uh-huh. i'm gonna rock this shotgun up his motherfucking ass right so and they're all like uh, okay yeah so whatever boss yeah so uh the cops pull in and basically can it be? don't stop in time to not hit the car that they've parked there and then dolomite just shotguns the car no they slow down until they yeah, they they, s- they stop just yeah. just short of the car. Not, there's no impact. No, Dolomite not, is the impact. No, with I know. I'm not saying they hit the car. I'm just saying like they pull in and just you know pull right up to it, and it's just you know like yeah, yeah. ting, and then Dolomite shoots the car and it explodes. Yes, because he's got explosive rounds in that shotgun. Apparently, yeah, incendiary. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Fucking nuclear. Yeah. He paid for the upgrade. Yeah. So they're like, okay, we're going to California. Yeah. Yee. Yeah. From here. <laughs> we're going to walk to California. Their decision is to get to California. Well, which... the implication is they walk to California. No, no, no. 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 They're, they're no. walking to California. <laughs> okay. We're going to walk to California. But they... 20 minutes later, we are tired as shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He doesn't have shoes. Because mm-hmm. he jumped out naked. Right. So he's he's got like the basic amount of clothes now at this point. Still doesn't have shoes. But they walk for, I don't know, not long. And they he rhymes a bunch of stuff, eighty yard, which is terrible. Mm. And then they're just standing by a road, and they're like, "We're just going to jack the next car that comes by. Screw this." And he says that as you hear a car drive by, mm-hmm. and they kind of have to pretend like it's not there. Yeah. Which, yeah. But the next scene is one of the dudes with his shirt off, just trying to hitch a ride. Yep. And a guy who is supposed to be obviously a 70s gay dude you know pulls up he's like oh wait and then yeah backs up he's like hey where you going big boy you know all that <laughs> everything you would expect from a poorly acted gay stereotype in the 70s yes this mm-hmm. guy is he he totally is yeah which and it ends up he's actually really kind of jazzed about this he's excited about yeah. being he's, kidnapped well yeah and because they all run down and rude Harry moore's like get the fuck over mm-hmm. yeah and and he's like okay, uh, okay. yeah where and, are we going and yeah he had, ends up riding in the back seat with him just being like california wow i've, I've never been wanted to I've go to california. california i've never been kidnapped and i've never gone to california this yeah. is great yeah. uh best day ever yeah boy i was worried for this guy like the era of this movie, I'm like, yeah, oh, it could have ended badly. For oh him. no, this this something terrible is going to happen. But they basically so, okay. Before we get to the end of that, <laughs> there, oh yeah, there they, are shenanigans along the way, like bathroom breaks. Well, they stopped, yeah. you know, because the car is about to run out of gas and they need a bathroom break. And there's a painful scene where one of Dolomite's dudes busts into the lady's bathroom, where there's a lady trying to go to the bathroom. And he's just standing there like, ah, what do I do? And, and she's given the weirdest, like, half scream. It almost sounded like Rudy, it's Ray, Rudy Moore Ray Moore doing the scream. It is. Okay. He, okay. he does at least six voices in this movie. Well, I was saying, it's like, <laughs> but it's like muffled. It's just kind of like if I were to go like, no, it, stop, yeah. no. It's like, oh like kind of like that, like if there was someone standing right there. Yeah. It's, no. it's weird and awkward and 
I, I guess it's supposed to be funny, but it's just, it goes on forever because dude's just like, I'm going to pee in the sink. And the 80 yard lady's just, no, what are you doing with that? No, that's not what that's for. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, okay, great. So, yeah, and that's all it. It's, we're done. Yeah. But they get to, they get to California and they basically drop the guy off mm-hmm. and they're like, thanks. Here's some money. Yeah. See you around. And I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> See, but there's another movie there entirely, which is the the bonding road trip of these these four, you know, it's Ernie Hudson and Rudy mm-hmm. Ray Moore and the other two guys. And then this this white gay guy who just like, all right, let's do it. Yeah. And yeah, there's a whole bonding movie there yeah. of them just having good times on the road out to California. But so, we don't get to see that. No, we don't. It, we just get <laughs> we to just see know the that guy. They are friends, and yeah. that's over with. They bonded over that idiot trying to pee in the sink because he, he got, couldn't figure out the bathroom. He got car uh, uh, car Jack Kerouac. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That's there. You go. <laughs> that's pretty good. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like they they're there, but mm-hmm. basically that doesn't matter for like the next ten minutes because we are then treated to whatever the hell's going on in Queen Bee's establishment, mm-hmm. which is big nightclub, you know, Queen Bee from the first movie, Queen Bee. Mm-hmm. They basically were going out there, let's go see Queen Bee. So we reestablish Queen Bee, who has a club, there's a band, mm-hmm. a lot dancers, of song and dance numbers. Just, Java. Yes, Java works there. Java's a lady. Mm-hmm as herself um but they have they have a crazy business night it's it's amazing but the the main bad guy whatever the hell his name is uh it's calavetti calavetti so he's he's doing the books or whatever and gets a call from people he's you know borrowed money from Mm -hmm. and they're like you're not returning on your investment enough and he's like well you know it's because of queen beast place it's so good it's successful and they're like, well, shut that shit down. And he's like, yeah. oh, okay, <laughs> right. I guess that's what I'll do. So he sends dudes in while they're closing up Queen Bee's place. Mm-hmm. And they start just doing the dumbest shit, which is basically like, hey, this is a nice chair you have here on this table. Throw. <laughs> and, it, you know, confrontation ensues. Everyone basically gets beat up, including Queen Bee. Yeah, yeah it's. It's bad. Yeah. It, like, it's, dude wraps his hand, like, you know, takes his time wrapping his hand up and yeah. just gives her the shot in the gut. And then it's like the implication that she falls on the ground and kick her like 10 times. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's just basically like, you're out of business, Queen Bee. Deal with it. Pretty we're much taking cool. these two girls. Yeah. yeah. They, yes. <laughs> they kidnap two of the girls as leverage so that she'll work with Cavaletti, which is his name, Cavaletti. Oh, but, okay. So she'll work with him and he doesn't have competition anymore. Right. He's got the because if they don't, then they're going to kill those two girls. Yep, he's got the nightclub market all to mm-hmm. himself. Yeah, and so guess, instead of I guess just, he has the only nightclub in L.A. now or something. No, because at, later we see a montage of like twenty-seven nightclubs. <laughs> I know, but it's, <laughs> but it's the only block, nightclub, yeah. right? That yeah. block is his now. But so instead of just like taking the girls to a basement somewhere and just you know like tying them up to a chair, they go to like the Pasadena torture room. Mm-hmm. Which is literally a torture room mm-hmm. run by some crazy witch doctor lady. Yeah. Who we, I, this man, when this shit started, you're like, what in the hell is I, happening? Witch doctor, I'm more like, you know, like 
uh, crazy cat homeless, lady. Homeless Christian, cat lady. Yeah, well, like Hans Christian Anderson, like evil, you know, witch in the woods kind of thing. Sure. I mean, it's like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah. Well, it's it's so weird and so specific that you almost wonder if it's like a reference to something that has, is long forgotten now. Yeah, maybe. It's, it's, it is oddly specific because it's not like, oh, it's that trope. I mean, this mm. is fucking weird. Well, yeah. thankfully, someone in the movie voices our very thoughts of <laughs> the fuck is this shit? I believe it's the exact same thing that they said. Like, when, I think when the guys are dropping off the girls and they're leaving, they're like, what in the hell? Um, but yeah, like at first they're tied up to a table and the crazy cat lady is ripping off their shirts and then t- torturing the other one with a snake. It's like, mm-hmm. it's man. Yep. Uh, then later they get taken somewhere else chained up to like, one of them gets chained up to a wall. The other gets chained to a, a table mattress thing with, yeah. <laughs> with, with a ceiling of spikes over it. Of course. <laughs> so... Whatever. The no. dangling thread of, of, of spikes falling on your head. Yeah, a weighted board with spikes on it. Mm-hmm. Hope that doesn't fall on you. Yeah. That'll teach you for working at a yeah, successful establishment. Yeah. <laughs> you picked the wrong workplace. <laughs> yeah. Man, I would hate for someone to come into my mm-hmm. job and just be like, wait. <laughs> Sorry, pal. You bet on the right horse. <laughs> <No>. Sorry. <laughs> Torture time. No. So. But meanwhile, Dolmite and his buddies, they're just. They're like, all right, let's go to Queen Bee's place. Yeah. And they're looking in the windows like, shouldn't it be open? And they look in and they're like, man, this place is fucked up. Mm-hmm. No wonder, good. Wonder what's up with that. Yeah, we got to find Queen Bee. Right. To which they visit a whole bunch of different clubs, including the one from the uh, first movie. I would swear at least three days go by during this part. It seems like... You would think. He, like, he has sex with a lady <laughs> during this. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, because they find um, they find Hurricane Anne. Right. Hurricane they, Annie. Well, yeah. somebody says, I don't know where Queen Bee is, but Hurricane Annie can tell you. He's like, well, where's Hurricane Annie? Oh, she's at this club. Yeah. So like the 19th club they go to and enjoy for the entire evening yeah. and then are like, <laughs> hey, we need some information. They finally find Hurricane Annie. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, well, Queen Bee, let's Well, go. she's the first person that shows up. was like, Dolomite, yay. Yeah. Because everyone else is like, oh, yeah, I can tell you, but that, you know, that's going to cost money. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, sweet money. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then and then they eventually get to to Cavaletti's club, yes. you know, and Queen Bee's like, yeah, this sucks. Yeah, she's but she's working. They, they got my girls and I can't do anything about it. And guy's kind of a prick. And oh, here he comes. Never mind. <laughs> well, it, it's funny when they get to that club because they they sit down to enjoy themselves as, you know, mm-hmm. not <laughs> as not urgent as they are to find Queen Bee. And they pay a dude, you know, like, hey, give us information. And he's like, I'm not going to give you information unless you, you know, give me some money. So they give him money. He's like, I don't know. She's around. Bye. Like, well, no, he sings it. He's like, yeah, my job isn't to talk. My job is to sing. They give him like a dollar. He's like, I don't know where she is. <laughs> and he's just like, keep your eyes <laughs> open for Queen Bee. Yeah. yeah. She'll probably be here. Like, thanks. She'll then, be here. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then they just look over and they go, oh, there she There's is. No, there's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess he was right. Well, because like, she's wearing one of her mini outfits. It's like, oh, well, obviously. She kind of stands out because she's wearing a Christmas tree in this scene. Yeah. Basically, she's yeah. it's like a Willy Dynamite outfit she's got on. Mm. Uh, but yeah, she's just like waiting tables in this place yeah. because that's a good use of her talents. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so that, you know, they they meet up and they're like, oh, Dolomite, you're here. Mm. Yay. Uh, yeah. Life sucks now. Yeah. And he's like, where's this motherfucker who took your club? I'm going to cause a mm-hmm. hubbub, you know, and uh, <laughs> yes, spot on. <laughs> pretty good. Thank you. 
Uh, and he's like right there next to them. Mm-hmm. Like, and like him and his friends are just like, oh shit, they're, why are they talking smack about you, bad mm-hmm. guy? And he goes over, is like, hey, what are you talking about yeah, over well, here? He's like, hey, Queen Bee, you got friends here. <laughs> you guys uh, having a meeting over here? <laughs> yeah. You work for me. You can't have friends. Yeah. Get back to work. She's like, oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. And, he, and like, they were, they, the, the people that he, you know, Dolomite and 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 Annie were like in earshot. Yeah, oh yeah. And it's like he just kind of turns with like, "Hey, how you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> What's your story? I just told off your friend, but yeah. how you doing? And Dolomite's basically like, "By the end of this Bye. thing, I'm going to murder you." Yeah, but See he doesn't around. even say anything. He just kind of gives him a dirty look and okay. walks away. Okay, yeah. that's it. And yeah. that's when he goes to have the sex with Annie. Mm-hmm. Right. She complains that he's gotten too fat since the last time she saw him. Yes. And so you think they're having sex, but they're actually doing like. Pilates or whatever from the they have like the she's like I the have spring arm yeah. things that they used to have back then she's like I have an activity for us to do and she takes her clothes off and you're like well all right I think Dolomite mm-hmm. understands this activity uh, and then they just they cut to the exercising and he's like this sucks I, I don't yeah. want to do this anymore I have a better form of exercise right. so they bone which while he <laughs> sings a song about it in the background so he's kind of like Busey playing the saxophone yeah. in his own sex scene the song is even worse though because it's basically more like I'm going to make you my wife it's like a super duper romance song but yeah. it's, it's but it's Rudy Ray Moore singing it's, it. it yeah it's gross and it's also just played while people fuck you mm-hmm. know I mean it's, yeah. it's nothing will well, <laughs> come th- from this and to undercut it <laughs> literally there is like a two second flash in the middle of her like moaning and wailing where suddenly it cuts to him sitting in a deli eating a sandwich. This is in the middle of a scene where they're not, they're not fucking the human tornado is going down on her. Okay. For yeah. like a hundred hours or uh-huh. something. Is it's what a it long like. time of you're just seeing the top oh, half of her. He was having a Sacramento ham sandwich. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They there were in California. It is. Right. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, there is there is a cut of five minutes of him gleefully no, eating. No, five a, minutes. It's five like seconds. Five I'm seconds. sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. Five seconds. It's like a quick cut, and at first you're thinking like, well, that's a weird transition, like to the next scene. Yep. Of him having the sex and then cutting to him having a sandwich. But then, bam! Right back to right it. Right back to it. And you're like, oh, okay, that's for the idiots in the audience who can't mm-hmm. figure out what he was doing. Great. Yep. I. Wow. And then they wrap it up by <laughs> she shoves a banana down his throat. <laughs> well, she's yeah. seductively peeling it like she's going to eat it. And then she's well, just he like, was eating Wah. an apple. Yes. And he's like, this apple sucks. I don't like apples. I'm a human tornado. Apple and, a day keeps the honkies away. <laughs> and then she's like, how about this banana? And he's like, yeah, okay, I can eat a banana. And then just, she peels it and just shoves it in his yeah, face. Like wedding cake style. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm going to choke you with a goddamn banana style <laughs> right. is what it was. Yeah. Yes. You did that to me. God. Now I'm going to do that to you. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, about now, the sheriff has shown up in California. Well, right about now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Alabama yeah. sheriff. Yeah. Right. Alabama sheriff has shown up and he's just like, hey, I, I've been tracking Dolomite since yes. Alabama, apparently. Yeah. There's literally yeah. no Some way gay he could have found him. Some feller told me. There's literally no, yeah. no way he could have found him. No. This is the d- dumbest tracker. <laughs> But yeah, and the, uh, the you know the LAPD sheriff or captain is just like, mm-hmm. oh, I, I got a guy who could help yeah. you out, and so <laughs> he calls whatever the guy's name is, Detective Pistol Pete Blakely. Okay, all right, who was a detective in the first movie? Yes, and did you, did you say Pistol Pete? That's what it says in oh, the IMDb okay. credits. I, I believe you, Detective Pistol, Pistol Pete. Pete. Yeah, mm. Blakely. 
he is in the middle of uh, romancing a uh, police clerk. Mm-hmm. Romancing is a kind word for it. <laughs> well, at the beginning, it's romancing because it, there's nothing really intense going on. But mm-hmm. so he takes the call and he's like, OK, he's trying to put her in fucking handcuffs. I think he's trying to get the handcuffs off because he realizes sure? he has to work. But uh, what happens is okay, like, fair enough. He he's given the information. He's given the information. You know, it's like we need you to find this guy. Here's what he looks like. Here's all of the information. Oh, by the way, his name's Dolomite. Mm-hmm. Dolomite, the hearing that name, which should you know, I mean, because he's a character from the first movie should be like, oh, Dolomite. Yeah, OK, I know that guy. He probably didn't do this murder that you're saying he did. That's dumb. Mm-hmm. He just like hangs up the phone and just now it's time to give it to this clerk who's been in my office. Would you like it's, to yeah. explain this one to you, Chuck? <laughs> it's because they had no fucking idea what they were going to say on the other end of the telephone. Uh-huh. He hung yeah. up the telephone and went back to the sex. <laughs> I know. But the way it plays <laughs> off in the finished product is he hears the word Dolomite. And he's like. That's all I need to hear. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. That's my trigger word. Yes, See, and he's I, he is off. I mean, he's, I interpreted yeah. that yeah. particular scene as like Dolomite, quit wasting my motherfucking time. Hangs up the phone. Yeah. Is like I got fucking to do. Let's get it on. I took two weeks of vacation, and I'm gonna spend two weeks. I'll be fucking. damned. I'll be damned right. if you if you interrupt my fucking in the first two hours. I'm just gonna drink muscle milk and fuck. That's all I'm doing for two weeks. Oh, you quit said, calling me. Oh, you said Dolomite. Fuck that blue pill. Yeah. I'm ready to go. Dolomite reminds me how to be a man. Mm. Yes. Fucking time. <laughs> yeah. But then there's yeah. a car chase. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A very brief car chase and a dude getting shot in an alley. And we're all like, who's that dude? <laughs> was that one of that wasn't Ernie Hudson. That nope, wasn't nope. one of the other guys. Nope. Went, nope. It, nope. Just random fancy pimp. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and then fancy pimp. At, and then all of a sudden we're back to everyone hanging out, I guess, at Queen Bee's house. Mm-hmm. And Dolomite's like, all right, we need to figure out how to get those girls back. We mm-hmm. got to find out. And that's when Cavaletti calls and says, hey. Or, well, he has like his. I don't know who this woman is, but there's a woman there. Oh, right. Like his an older wife or secretary. No, the or wife something? is the one with the. the we'll get to the wife in a minute. <laughs> is she? Yes. I thought he was. She was, was his just wife. his girl. You walked right out of the room where she explained okay, who she yeah. was. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, she, he has an assistant of some kind who's just surly. She is just an angry lady. And she's got guns. Yeah. Like yeah, she, she works does. out. Oh. No, no. You think of the wife. The wife has guns. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, the older lady does not have guns. She has guns. The older lady looks like Julian Sands drag. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird, mm-hmm. but but yeah, but she's like, get your girls over here, and then Queen Bee's like, well, sorry, it's kind of that time of month. They can't, and she's for like, all of them. Yeah, for, they've all been hanging around <laughs> the same room for a while. Yeah, it's can't, it's all it's, lined up. You, you don't want that. <laughs> she hands the phone to Cavalier. He's like, I don't give a fuck. Get over here. Yeah. And Dolomite's so, so he, been listening on the other line. Yeah, He's like, if you want to see your girls again, you'll get all your other girls over here now. Mm-hmm. And the Dolomite's like, that's all I needed to hear. They're still alive. Yep. And at this point, someone tells him that the wife is a complete nymphomaniac. Yeah, someone's like, yeah. he gets that information at some point during that scene. Well, the, the, the payoff for the fancy pimp dying is, I don't know if it has that happened yet, because yeah. the, the payoff, like, yeah. The, the, well, it happens right after that. Okay. Well, it's just the it's, sheriff finds out that, like, it's where the sheriff gets a lead on where everyone, all the crazy stuff that might be happening, yeah. essentially. Mm-hmm. But yes, Dolomite somehow gets the information. I don't remember from whom. I don't. I, mm-hmm. It just happens. He, he just gets, also has yeah, it. Yeah. He's like, yeah. oh, she's a nymphomaniac. So he gets this plan where 
I don't know why. She doesn't know him from anybody else, but he decides to become another person. Mm-hmm. He decides to don an accent, which yeah. I'm guessing he was trying to go for, like, traditional, like, African-learned English character, but he was also kind of doing British, so South African I'm going to go with? Know. I'm going to know. It's supposed to me. Be, I guess he's supposed to be some kind of art dealer. I Sure. A door-to-door art dealer. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and she's just like... So she opens the door, just might as well not be wearing anything, just hanging mm-hmm. out of this nightgown she's wearing. And eventually and she's just like, go away. I don't want anything to do with this. And then he's like, oh, yeah, we'll take a look at this. And it's a just a giant like velvet painting mm-hmm. of white lady and black dude mm-hmm. entangled amongst one another. Intertwined. Yes. And she just immediately like. In the dumbest penthouse forum letter you can possibly imagine, mm-hmm. just instantly is just like, oh, sweet Jesus, that is the shit. And, you know, is just touching herself in another dimension for like two minutes. Uh huh. And then it like literally trans- well, it transitions yeah. into like, put on your 3D glasses now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At that point, the drop of acid hits your eyeball and you're yeah. like, I don't know what I'm watching right now. Well, this was I, a, this was the cut scene from Vampiros Lesbos because that's exactly yeah. how this feels suddenly. Because <laughs> yeah, she is laying on human like giant blocks, giant blocks, letter blocks. like letter blocks, mm-hmm. but they're big enough that there's only three of them, and she's a person laying across them. <laughs> and they spell bed. They spell bed. Yeah. They spell bed. Yeah. yeah. There are black men climbing out of a toy box. Yes. Naked black men, of course. Well, one comes out, and you're like, "Well, this is odd." And yeah, then we're he, like, "That's not Rudy Ray Moore." No. And they're kind of, they've got, like, doll makeup on, mm-hmm. like, toy soldier makeup. Yeah, and they're Dolomite. all... Dolomite. <laughs> yeah, and they're all... Like, yeah, god damn it. And they're all super muscular dudes, so you're like, definitely none of these are Rudy Ray Moore. No. But, like, the first dude emerges and then, like, exits through a curtain, and you're like, mm-hmm. wait, what? And then another one pops out, and like, what the hell is happening? And they just keep doing that. Mm-hmm. So there's, like, four or five of them in the scene, and then she goes into a different room that has a slide. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> the fucking slide. Yes, literally the, the fucking slide. Yeah, it is because, a fucking slide. <laughs> because what happens? We is, should we should mention like while they're all muscular men, they all kind mm. of look mildly like Rudy Ray Moore. Like they all have his haircut and facial hair. Mm. Yeah, just because like they're supposed to be some kind of weird psychedelic version the of aspects him. of his right. sexuality, all his psyche. Right. <laughs> um, because yeah, she like. She lays down in front of a slide uh-huh. or falls down in front of a slide, basically. Doesn't she slide down the slide? Oh, yes. The fr- yes, yeah. she does. Yeah. She wee and goes down the slide. And I then- thought she slid down the slide onto somebody who then disappeared and she ended up laying down beneath the end of the slide. Yeah. Could have happened. Either know. way, she turns around and right, the lower half uh, of her body towards the slide. Right. And then one by one, each of the men supermans down the slide. Mm-hmm. Face first. Wh- while yeah. you start to hear like this sort of chanting mantra in the background on the soundtrack over and over again. Where'd Cavaletti take the girls? Right. Over and over and over again, as each one slides down Mm -hmm. and implied lands on top of her. Mm -hmm. So at this point, what happens is basically you realize, okay, Dolomite has fucked her into some sort of trance. (laughs) Yeah. They are in some sort of crazy fugue state of... Who the hell knows? They're in Twin Peaks at this point. It makes zero sense. Eventually, he human tornadoes the room <laughs> because the bed is like spinning around in circles. The sheets are getting torn. It's the Black Exorcist. Yeah, that's what's happening. Here. Yeah, like like the chandelier that was hanging from the ceiling is now like 
almost all the way down and on fire. Yeah, because the, the like roof, the roof collapses, collapses on them. The chandelier hits that, so now the roof is on fire, which is on top of whoever the participants yeah. are in mm. the bed. And they're like, we they're don't need no water. Just crazy. Let the motherfucker burn. Thrusting, and it's... <laughs> This is what the scene was earlier. He, that's when he learned how to exercise. And then he went practice. Mm. He actually did it over there. And he. <laughs> With an actual exorcism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It all makes sense now. Yeah, it does, actually. <laughs> learned to exercise. God, yeah. God but damn it. Eventually, she falls out of the bed saying they're in the house on the hill in Pasadena. Yes. House on the hill in Pasadena. House yes. on the hill in Pasadena. Yes. And he's like, all right. We're going to the house. <laughs> they, There's a to. 10 second scene of just driving visuals yep. where, where you, you hear see him the exit for Pasadena yeah. on the highway and he's singing. Yeah. They're in the house on the hill in Pasadena. Mm-hmm. Cut. <laughs> That's it. Yep. yep. Yeah. Uh, and, and spoiler, because they were nowhere near that side <laughs> for uh, all the filming. No, yep. like someone was like, oh, God, go get established. Yeah. That well, shit. At this point, also, the sheriff has come back to talk to the captain in mm-hmm. California and be like, hey, I, I'm kind of wondering, I came to you a few days ago, this guy who killed my wife, even though it was my deputy, but I'm not saying that because I'm racist. And he's like, hey, oh, you know, come on, where's what's going on? I yeah. need some updates here. Right. And he's like, you don't have any jurisdiction here. I'm I'm helping you out. I got my best guy on the case. Mm-hmm. And then he finds out somehow that he's, that the guy investigating is black. And he's like, Oh, what are you doing? Why, why, why would you do that? And he's like, well, I'd put any detective on and he's my best detective. Mm-hmm. So back off. Yeah. And, <laughs> and they, the sheriff just gets in this shouting match with him. He's like, well, I'm going to go to the captain. And you know, if you love N words so much, then, I'm going to bring his yeah. head to you and you can mount it on your wall if you love him so much. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. And then he storms off. and The captain just goes, fuck you. <laughs> yes. Yes. And we, we were all just like slow clapping. Yeah. That guy. We're like, yes. Yay. Who would have thought? Because it's the like, captain of the LAPD. <laughs> it's like what? Yeah, for real. But it's it's always nice watching a black exploitation movie when you get like that one white character who's like, listen. Yeah. Like. You're we a terrible person. Yeah, we don't. We don't all have to be shitheads, <laughs> right? Some of us are all right. Some of us. <laughs> I'm just doing my job. I'm just yeah, yeah. trying to get my pension, man. Yeah. Some of us don't care. Like we genuinely don't care. Yeah. It's fucking progressive for a white guy in a black exploitation movie, is what it is. Yeah. In a Dolomite movie, yeah. I mean, yeah. especially. But just and especially give- in this movie, I think, because like, yeah. Oh, but you know that guy was just relishing take getting to give that line where mm-hmm. he's just like. Fuck you. Yeah, I'm sure the crew all applauded as soon as that take was done. They're <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the captain, he's also had some friction with uh, with uh, Detective Blakely. Because mm-hmm. after Blakely finds out that it was Cavalry's guys that shot the kid, he's like, well, don't worry about that case. You're on the Dolomite case. Yeah. And he's like, no, I've been working this for years. You're not taking me off it now. Yeah, I need to get this guy. It's been two yeah. years. I'm not stopping. Yeah. And you know the captain's just like well yeah you're kind of gonna have to stop he's mm-hmm. just like well you know what <laughs> i'm taking my vacation again uh, then. yeah bye <laughs> muscle milk fucking <laughs> call me in two weeks i'm gonna get what's coming yeah ha anyway dolmite makes it to the house on the hill in pasadena and- yeah which it looks okay so like he's creeping around some what looks to be like an a abandoned house mm-hmm. and a dog is following him, barking at him. And he goes around to the back of the house 
And then that's kind of it for Dolomite for a little while. Because they go back to the rest of the girls and his crew who are all hanging out together, like super sitting super close on a couch, all mm-hmm. just sitting there waiting for something. They're uh, also all gussied up for the party. That yes, they're supposed because to go to later. they're going to go to this party and kick ass because they brought in like the karate guy from the first movie, mm-hmm. Howard Jackson. Uh, Love his hotels. <laughs> so they're, they're waiting for this tiny van to show up and take them all to the party. Mm hmm. Um, so they eventually get transported there. I don't know what the hell Dolomite was doing for like six hours while the sun goes down, but there's some weird, like what he was doing. Well, no, you don't because there's some weird, you know what he was doing. What was he doing? Dolomite stuff. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Fucking. Oh, Oh, okay. That's what fucking and rhyming. Yes. Fucking and rhyming. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So all of a sudden it's night. And there's guards and Dolomite's like, all right, now I'm a karate master. Time to karate master Mm -hmm. all these guys. And by karate master, it means speed up the film, make a bunch of karate sounds, do a whole bunch of... Oh, motorboating? Yeah. Uh, Only without water, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Or boating or boobs. Yeah. He's just doing it. Mm -hmm. And he keeps doing it. Mm Mm-hmm. And he keeps doing it. Yep. Like he's just he's just showboating in front of everybody. I, I can't believe no one Indiana Jones him in the scene at all. Everyone's just watching him do his dumb shit. Like they're oh, amazed wow. by Dolomite. But, well, and what happens is is that he he breaks the laws of physics at one point because he jumps he's cornered and so he jumps up a wall, like, I don't know, twenty feet mm-hmm. and lands on, you know, the <laughs> the top of this wall and they're all just like huh and he's like haha yeah and it's just it's just bad fighting it's all sped up it's all dubbed it's terrible it's bad like we got excited when he defied gravity and, and jumped up on the wall sure if you're gonna like, get really stupid anything with it he I, was expecting back. He him to like, back I was expecting him to like you know do an actual human tornado move like somehow spin down and yeah you know or like a macho man elbow drop off Something. the top rope yeah anything but yeah, no, it's it's just a lot of sped up fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, the dude in the basement has put a grenade between the legs of one of the girls who's standing up, mm-hmm. and the other one is underneath the the spiky thing, and he's the rope is burning. So <laughs> the old it, candle under the rope. Yeah. Well, the guy that put the <laughs> hand grenade between her legs was even more of a dick because he found some sort of metal cylinder and made her stand on top of that. Yeah. So, so she's, she's also. Around. It's kind of like the old, like, you know, stand on the chair with a noose around your neck. Like, you know, he shot all but one leg, essentially, yeah. by doing mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, of course, Dolmite snaps that guy's neck, saves the girls. They She, she drops the grenade, and he's like, oh, and just tosses it into a corner. Very casually, yeah. like, just kind of like, like eh. oh, look at that. <laughs> tosses you, it out of the way. Would you look at that? Yeah. And they just throw a bunch of debris mm-hmm. on him, and then they're like, oh, let's go. Let's get out of here. Yeah, yeah. I like the how he saved her from the the falling spike though, and like rather than like <laughs> grab the rope, move the fire, anything, yeah, yeah. just grab the whole bed and slide her out of the way. Which, yeah, which totally it works. works. Yeah, it worked. It's practical. And Luckily, he slid her not towards where the explosion was, but right. Happened, but, yes, know. on the other side of the room. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, at the party, um, you know, the party's been normal for a bit. It, Eventually, one of the girls, uh, it, it's actually uh, Hurricane Annie. Mm-hmm. 
one of the guys is like, "Hey, let's go, uh, let's go, go take a dip in the pool." Yep. And she's like, uh, "Okay." Yeah. And eventually, just ends up strangling him because he means he's just like he takes off his tie and is going to strangle her. Yeah, it's like, "Hey, let's not let's not skinny dip. Let me murder you." And she's like, "Nah." Yes. <laughs> well, because they explain or not. They explained somewhere along the way that there were two hitmen, and I, I guess, did we know this? I don't know. The, the, the police dude had the informant in the phone booth at one point and said, "Yeah, the the two hitmen are at the hill in the house of the Pasadena." Blah blah blah. Just, who cares? These guys are just there to be dicks, and they're dead thirty seconds later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, basically, this just starts kind of more fighting because, like the the the. Dolomite's crew has shown up and has taken over the catering crew. Right. Well, so so Hurricane Annie strangled the one guy into the pool. Yeah. The other hitman comes out and gets. Hey. That and was, like, and that's that when hitman friend. That's when like um I think that's when Java shows up, or some somebody shoots shoots yeah, him. Somebody off shoots him. I don't know. Yeah. So I don't even know. Who knows? He just gets shot yeah, off he, screen. He but just yeah. dies. Yeah. So both of them they're out. But yeah. this kind of sets off the party where all right, right, it's time to beat the hell out of everyone that's not us. Yeah. And so it's just chaos. It's pure chaos. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't mention yeah. the part of the party where they decided to roll out their champion nunchuck guy. South American. Yeah. He, he, he was the Central champion. American nunchuck champion. That's it. Yeah. They roll him out in a diaper. Yeah. Or a loincloth or something like embarrassing. Like why? Like, it's a like banana hammock type. Like, yeah. But they, they bring the guy in. They're like, hey, guys, this is going to be pretty impressive. Check this out. We've got this guy. And it's like, well, why can't he wear pants? You know, no. what he's going to do is going to be impressive. He, he's from Central America. Oh, right. They don't have pants he's there, apparently. Swinging in the jungle, and yes. that's how he learned how to yep. nunchuck. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he does all that, and they're just like, oh, wow, that's so amazing. Mm-hmm. And he's nude. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. <laughs> nude. Yeah, so you think that goes absolutely nowhere. It's like, okay, great. They had that guy. Yeah, Neat. until all of a sudden. You know, they, there's been a lot, like a lot of fighting, a lot of stuff's going on. Ernie Hudson's like headbutting dudes left and right, literally punching dudes with his head. Yep, he rams a dude in the stomach with his head. Yep, and, and then his brother gets shot. Mm-hmm. And there's a oh, god, just they're like, hey, you're going to be an actor someday. Act, yeah, act about your brother being well, dead. This whole the whole <laughs> section in this in the house where they're all fighting and mm-hmm. when the brother gets shot, like all of it is like super long takes where it's like an editor would have just been like, all right, we got what we need cut. <laughs> all right. We got what we need cut. Yep. And this one, they just let like there's cause there's one scene of like three simultaneous fights in the same room mm-hmm. and they just let these people roll around, like pretend hitting each other and doing stuff for like 90 seconds at mm-hmm. least it's a while in one take. Yeah. And then you just like can tell they're just getting sick of kind of, rolling around like, and pretending done? to punch each other <laughs> yeah. but it's the same thing with with ernie hudson where he's just crying over this friend goes on a while mm-hmm. yeah goes on a whale and then right. eventually dolmite shows up at the house and he's like i'm here yeah i'm, I'm here dolmite now i guess i fight the nunchuck guy yeah who comes so now he's allowed to wear a suit yeah and i'm like who the hell's this guy why is he all of a sudden like all right i'm the final villain time mm-hmm. to defeat me and it was for like a good 30 seconds i'm like who the hell is this guy and then he's like, he maybe he the- wanted to do hey, it in his ba- Chuck, banana. His hammock. face was up here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I was distracted. Uh, but yeah, then he busts out the nunchucks. And you're like, oh, it's that guy. All right. And I don't know. Dolomite b- defeats him fairly easily. 
Mm-hmm. He, he reverse strangles him. He, he chokes the back of his neck with the nunchucks, and that kills him. Yep. In South America, you have your... It's on the backside. Because of the hemispheres? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Coriolis effect puts the <laughs> puts all the important neck bits on the other side. That makes right. sense. That that makes perfect sense, actually. Okay. And so when what it's, what it's really for is it's for uh, Northern Hemisphere people. When they come down and try to suppress your your uh-huh. country, they try to sneak up behind you and choke you. I see. Ah, they don't get it. Right. Mm. You elbow them in the nards. Oh, I said... And- <laughs> Well, wait, are the nards in the front? Yeah, yeah, because you still, it's complicated. <laughs> I, I know a lot about biology, so yeah. I'll it, tell you about it, it later. It sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. so this how is a few semesters worth of explanation, Chuck. You yeah. don't really want to I understand. I'm a, I'm a rookie. How did Spain con- conquer South America then? Did they just learn? They learned it's really secret? complicated. Oh, okay. <laughs> again, and multiple I know, semesters. Again, right. I, yeah, right. I know a lot about world history as well, but it would take a long time to explain to you because you're sure. so far below me in the... <laughs> The knowledge mm, of, of yeah. northern versus southern hemisphere, the Great Hemisphere Wars of eighteen forty-two. Oh, right. that was yeah. that was rough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the war. That's what led into the Civil War. Oh, actually. I skipped uh, that half of the class. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, yeah Dolomite killed that guy. Yeah, yeah, and then event, and I guess he ends up chasing Cavaletti out to his car. Yeah. Because he's like, where is he? Yeah. And he's gotten outside, and at the same time, the cops have shown up. Blakely's there, and he's like, all right, we're going to get Cavaletti, yes. Yeah. And they're peeking out the window. Yeah. And they're like, well, where's where's Dolomite? Where's Cavaletti? Because the sheriff's there, too. He's like, where's Dolomite? I don't care about anybody else. Yeah. And somebody's like, well, they're outside, and they look out the window, and they're like, oh, no. Dolomite, no. He's like, Dolomite's <laughs> going to shoot Cavaletti's nuts off. Yeah. And they get in the car and take off. Mm-hmm. And I love that when they leave, there's one cop who they're like, guard them. And this cop does like a stunt jump oh, with yeah. his gun. He's, he's like, like he's action cop. He's ready to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he like, it's like he jumps in off a scaffold off scene. <laughs> yeah, it's off like camera. he jumps into position. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm here now. Mm-hmm. Okay, guy. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I guess Dolomite takes Cavaletti to the uh to the cat, crazy cat witch lady's mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. He does. And uh, the, ho- the house on the hill in yeah. Pasadena. Yeah. Is it the same place? No. Different yeah, house. It's different. different but oh. either way, he he somehow gets Cavaletti tied up to something and let's rats go rats loose to chew on his nuts yes they went mm-hmm. crazy on his nuts yeah <laughs> and he's like okay enjoy it and then <laughs> he goes and runs off and hides behind some garbage in the mm-hmm. room while everyone runs in and is like oh dear god this yeah. is horrible like he's like oh shit yeah <laughs> and then they all run in and just and are staring like oh this is gross and then he just sneaks out like mm-hmm. i'm out <laughs> <laughs> I wish she'd made a joke about being his big brother. Brother, you know, <laughs> say rats gnawing at people's stuff. Yeah. You know? yeah. 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 Sorry. Anyway, evil sheriff is like, Dolmite's not here. Mm-hmm. Goes outside and, find- and sees Dolmite running away. Yep. And is able to shoot Dolmite once, like, I guess in the shoulder or whatever. Something. And we see him stumble kind of around a corner and fall down face mm-hmm. first. And the sheriff like comes around the corner, is like, "Ha ha ha, got you now!" I finally got you. Unloads his gun into yep. Dolomite. Yeah, and we're like, "Wow, they killed Dolomite." Yeah, and I was kid, like, "Yay!" Yeah, that's, and, that's and a old twist dude of an just ending, right? yeah, and old dude just stands over him, cackling, and yeah. then finally just gets in his car and takes off. Well, my work here is done. <laughs> I've killed yep. Dolomite. Bye. Yep. And, and back to Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> nope. Uh, yeah, and suddenly you get a voiceover from Rudy Gray Moore going. He thought he killed me, but he doesn't know that I'm the human tornado. Yeah. And he just turns over. And he 
peels off his jacket, which I guess is supposed to be bulletproof, but it just looks like a foil lined jacket. Yeah. It's so, supposed to be a flak jacket. Yeah. But it looks dumb. <laughs> and he's just like, ha ha. Yeah. And freeze they freeze frame. frame on his face. Credits. Credits. So no closure for the sheriff who nope. are kind of like, nah, he who really kind of needs to die. Yeah. No closure closure for, you know, the detective yeah. hunting his. Cavaletti. You yeah. don't know what happened to him. No closure. Did Queen on... B get her place back? Yeah. Because, you, you know, some of those other dudes were just waiting to rise up, take a place over. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing resolved here at all. The movie just stops. It literally just stops. Yeah. The end. The human tornado. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then we All rate right. it. Well, I think the most important question here. Stargrove. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 100% Stargrove. Opening and closing. Now, he sings it himself, which I want to detract from, but. Nope. Whatever. It qualifies. That, it's he's That's not part of the criteria for judging a Stargrove. I understand. I just, I don't want to give him credit. <laughs> I can't, but okay. Yeah. The movie's over. It gets a star growth. Now we, All right. Now we other, other, other ratings. Yep. Chuck, please go. I'm very curious. Okay. Um, I, I gave Dolomite two jocks. I'm going to give the human tornado two jocks. It is a horrible fucking movie. It is one of the most putridly made movies I've ever seen. It is inept <laughs> in every single way possible Ah. however however when you get into the phrase so bad it's good this is one of the textbook examples of a movie that is such a total piece of garbage that you can't help but to just go all right that was entertaining because it is just 100 percent terrible and yet it's better made than the first one is it is in a way there, the pacing is a little better, but compared to an actual movie, it still oh, well, yeah, sucks on toast. It is fucking <laughs> sucks on yeah, toast. but <laughs> terrible. The thing about Dolomite, the original, is like you were seeing boom mics pop in. You were seeing that sort of stuff. That's, happening. that's true. Yes, this, and that's not present in this one. Technically speaking, this is a better made motion picture. I, I suppose I can give you that on that. On, yeah. But I mean, there, there's still the very jarring cuts. Mm-hmm. There's still the very weird uh, speeding up and slowing down of film. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's I don't remember any of the replay nonsense. I think there I think there was something in like Dolomite, that. the first yeah. one. Like I, I mean, there was just, either an instant replay or a freeze frame that said freeze frame. There's or several. Some there's like, like a that. lot of them in this one because he does the you know reverse you know, defy gravity jump up on the top of the thing. He does the, obviously when he's about to jump down the hill. You know, it backs but up. And- there's all those like weird asides where it's like five seconds of him visiting an apple cart and he's just like, I got an apple. Ha ha. And then that's yeah. it. And you're like, what the hell? Yeah. yeah. He said he hopes the girls in California are as good as that apple. Yeah. Great. So we all. <laughs> so yeah, two jocks. That's, you know, I mean, it's entertaining, but Jesus. <laughs> uh, I'm going to echo the two jocks, though. I feel much more enthusiastic about it than you do. Okay. But it's weird. I, it feels weird given the same rating. I think I, I like Dolomite a little better. I think I gave it three jocks. You did. Which it's Dolomite's fun. This one still has some of that fun, but it's weird because it kind of gravitates towards a whole bunch of other characters in the movie and not just Dolomite, which is kind of a strength and kind of a weakness yeah. because like Dolomite, you can, you can overdose on Rudy Ray Moore. And like I said, I'm glad that they put his whole shtick in the very beginning. So like, all right, we got it over with. 
Now we yeah. can just do the story thing here. But <laughs> they spend a lot of time with a lot of other characters that aren't him. Right. And they aren't nearly as interesting. You know, like we like Hudson, but he doesn't he doesn't do much in mm-hmm. this movie mm-hmm. aside from like running around and be like, all right, Dolmite, what are we doing? You <laughs> he, know, he so, does get to survive, which is plus one over Leviathan. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. This is very true. <laughs> but yeah, but it's still it's it's a better made movie, but it's not as good a movie. Okay. As as Dolomite is. Yeah. I like I, I think I seem to remember liking Dolomite. This one, like not as much. I mean we I We were I, fairly favorable towards Dolomite yeah. now that I look back at the at the ratings. I, I'm not even looking. I just I don't what did I rate it? Just out of curiosity. Two. I don't know. Two? Two? That's Some it? jobs. No, you gave it a three. Okay. He gave it a three? Okay. Yep. I just, I, just I mean I'm thinking like this one feels like a one jocks where I would barely just just barely recommend it as like an oddity to look at. Um, like, call me crazy, but I I, I like crazy. I liked the, I kind of liked the the stage stuff in the first one. I know that's like weird to say, like not necessarily what he was doing, but like the scenes and like the kind of the craziness and like I, I felt like blowing through it so much in this one so fast. It was like I, I I liked even if we weren't enjoying it, I liked watching the audiences enjoy it in the first one. If that makes any sense, this one just mm-hmm. felt like he was just going around badgering the audience. Yeah, and like people were he was he was were, just going around badgering were, the audience. I'm saying the folks in the audience were like <laughs> really into it in the first one, and like they their enjoyment of on on screen like you know just like just made it rise up above what it, we were actually seeing for real. So like I said, I'm just I'm barely giving this like a one jocks because like this one's weird and like it it feels like. Rudy Ray Moore is more like this force of nature, no pun, pun intended, the human tornado. But I mean, it's like, feel sorry, like, you can't have not intended that. I did. Pun. I, I, really <laughs> did. I, I really did. Red mean flag, it. challenge flag on that. I really didn't mean it. I was like, I'm still thinking of it as Dolomite 2, not the we're, title first. We're going to have to okay. review it. All right. <laughs> um, Continue. I'm sorry. Because, like, he seems like he walks in more now. And I guess that's just because this is supposed to be some sort of established universe. It's like, he walks in now and people are always like, Oh, Dolomite. Okay. Say no more. Yeah. And, and like, I kind of like that. He, he had to have more opportunities to show why he was a badass in the first one. This one's like, he's just walking in like, Oh yeah, Dolomite. All right, fine. I'm a woman. So, you know, let's have the sex. And then guys are like, Oh, Dolomite. I'm sorry. You know, I, I just, I felt like he just kind of like meandered and like, walked into more scenes of just like hey look at me i'm a badass and it's like you're well you're really not showing it you know in any way mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. I, I know that's that's where i feel i i know we're not supposed to necessarily compare ratings from one movie to the next but considering this is a direct sequel and mm-hmm. um just i don't know i there's something that that just sort of suck the joy out of a lot of this for me. There's just something weird and, and stilted about too much of this. And it's like, I don't know. It felt like the direct to video Dolomite two sort of, and I don't know. I don't know how they, I mean, okay. For, I, I it felt like the, the, the equivalent of what direct to video sequels are now. It's just like, Oh, here, let's just, Rudy Ray Moore wants to do another thing. Let's just shit this fucking thing out, get it over with. Um, I'm I'm only going to be able to give it one jocks. Uh, I'm sorry, Rudy Ray Moore. You you can do better than this. Um, Not anymore. No, he can't. You well, okay, yeah, fine. <laughs> you could have done better than this. Um, everything felt like it was planned around seven or eight dumbass Rudy Ray Moore lines, and that's not the way that I think 
Dolomite felt. I felt like there just happened to be like a hundred dumbass Rudy Ray Moore lines in a badly made movie right. previously. This one, it's like, okay, let's do the shtick, but let's not do the shtick all the time. Let's just do it a few times, and but they're going to be awesome, and then we'll fill it in with you know some titties over here and maybe a gunshot there and a karate cop jumping in from off screen with his hat backwards. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And the fighting, I don't think was as good. I don't, at least I didn't really enjoy it as much. Like the fight choreographer was probably Rudy Ray Moore. Um, he was the set designer. He was. He's a man <laughs> of many hats. Um, and also a man of many hats. He, yes, he is. <laughs> uh, but I, I just at not... one point he discarded a hat. Yeah, he, he just, just like threw it away. <laughs> Goodbye, hat. I don't need you anymore. Um, there will always be more hats. Right. There will always be Rudy Ray Moore hats. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just one jocks for this one, and sorry. Yeah, uh, kind of a kind of disappointing to have not have a, a banger um, to kick off Black Exploitation History Month. But y- you never know. We we scheduled it this way. We're, yeah. we're we're hoping to just continually crest up, right? And this could have been a surprise. You never yeah. know. You never but know. Yeah, I knew. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's take a break, shall we? Yes. Okay. Let's take a break. Hey. 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 You guys watch anything? No. Yes. Oh. What? Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Look out. Look out. I watched a movie that has come out this decade. Within the last decade. Okay. Yeah. It's this decade, right? Sure. sure yeah. Yes. Hit what? us with it. What is it? Uh, it is Ex Machina. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Bamcast favorite. Yeah. It is a recent movie. Uh-huh. Um, Wow, it's like uh, we had like an unexpected turn here that we just couldn't see coming at all. None of us watched movies, and you did. Yeah, it's like Deus Ex Machina. No, it's not. No, it's, oh. that's, no, no. <laughs> no, this is not God's no. hand guiding the podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. Is it? No. Yes. So, what'd you think? Um, I really like that movie. Actually, um, I so I purposely kind of mostly tuned out when you guys like this time was on purpose um when you guys were talking about it because i wanted to see it so i don't really remember what you guys had to say about it other than the fact that this movie i feel like it's fairly i feel like this movie spoils itself pretty early on a couple things Mm -hmm. um if you're if you're paying attention at all this movie spoils itself early but it doesn't matter but also there are things that can be spoiled that it that it doesn't quite uh give away um I really like Oscar Isaacs, Isaacs in this. Um, mm-hmm. I only know him from Star Wars TFA um, and and now this. But Sucker I'm, Punch. He was the bad guy. He's Sucker the guy Punch. who ran the brothel in Sucker Punch. Oh wow! One of the few good performances in Sucker Punch. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> yeah. the only things I remembered him from were uh, <laughs> uh, Star Wars TFA. Mm-hmm. I, Sucker Punch was just a mess of. Mm. color and rapiness um <laughs> kind of yeah yeah pretty much but um great performance great performance out of everybody in this and the uh the visual effects in this movie are 
for a movie that is not a visual effects movie, they are incredible. And it's very simple things. It's not outlandish. It's not quote unquote eye catching. It just it all melds into the into the movie very nicely, and you don't you notice it because it's it's it looks nice. Um, but thinking back and paying attention to what all is going on in this, it's just astoundingly good. In in that it looks not that it looks like a fucking Star Wars movie and there's a mm-hmm. bunch of, you know, crazy explosions that aren't actually there or whatever. Um but it looks good because because it feels real and it feels like it feels like that world yep. is an actual real world. Um Man, I want that house too. Oh fuck yeah. Uh except except maybe not. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean that that house has its faults. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, that yeah, I don't want to say too much about that I movie. Know. Other than if you like, what would you call it? A sci-fi, a sci-fi drama thriller. thriller? Yeah, <laughs> I guess a sci-fi thriller. Like if you like that sort of thing, challenge the bounds um, of your imagination. Yes, um, <laughs> I should watch this. It's it's really good, and it's good in a like in one of those small small area big performance things. Like I like I feel like Moon. It has kind of similarities, you know. You have it's very sparse as far as cast, and the sets are impressive in some ways, but they're not, you know, they're not quote unquote huge sets. There are no huge quote unquote set pieces, but mm-hmm. um, just great performances and fairly well written. Even though, like I said, there's now I've completely lost my train of thought, but uh, it's good. You should watch it. Uh, I would. It's better than Cats. I would watch it again and again. I actually do want to watch it over uh, again at some point just to see if there's anything else that I can pick up on that I might have missed. You pick up on things differently because you understand the motivations of everyone involved that mm-hmm. you didn't know earlier in the movie. Yeah. So it, it's it's definitely a very different viewing the second time, but it's still damn good. I imagine. How soon was it that you, because you watched it twice, how soon was it that you watched it? The second time, uh, like a couple days later. <laughs> okay, all right. Because that really, I really liked that movie. So, you know, and it's one of those. It's it's one of those where if I had the Blu-ray or whatever, and it had a commentary track, like you would. I might have watched it with the commentary track like immediately after. I gotcha. Because like, like I can facilitate that for you. Yeah, but like the first time I saw Boogie Nights, that is exactly what I did. I watched that movie and I said, "Holy fuck!" And I immediately put it in again for another two hours and 45 minutes <laughs> with the commentary track running. You know, it was, it was that type of movie there. I was like, I need to, I need to see this again immediately. So mm-hmm. yeah. Makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. I will probably watch it again soon. So cool. Yeah. And cool. if I watch a movie again, you know, it's good. So I don't waste my time with yeah. that. I waste my time with other things. Yeah. Yeah. Some people pick that movie as their favorite movie of last year. It would have it would have been a strong contender. Mm-hmm. Would have knocked some bullshit off of my list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hot bullshit. <laughs> so you guys got anything else? You want to hit some uh, emails? I want emails. Let's do that. All totally right. want emails. All right. Uh, first one we got is uh, from Mister Spike. <laughs> what? Who has titles email Wolf Cop? Mister Spike. Mister Spike okay. says, "Greetings, Bamcast. I'm back, and I have a new recommendation for you. 2014's Wolf Cop." One day, a lazy small-town deputy who likes drinking becomes a werewolf. Now, with his new kick-ass werewolf powers, he will clean up the town of crime and drink some more. With some very impressive practical transformation effects, a runtime of only 80 minutes, and a Stargrove song, I think you would like this one. So yeah, Wolf Cop, sent via blood magic. 
P.S. Consult your local wizard before performing blood magic. <laughs> I any of you guys seen it? I've seen the trailer. Yeah, I. It's one of those that I hope falls on the line of like, let's play this straight. Yeah. Even though it's insane, type thing. Mm. And and I like hearing like mm. practical effects. It does. And a lot, a lot of people of seem to like it. Like like, and they're not like Sharknado. Yeah, like it. They're like people like yeah. people who kind of have our same attitude. That, <laughs> at least that I've talked to. I've seen it. Oh, you um, have seen Wolf Cop. Oh, geez. I well. have seen. Well, okay. So it was around Another Halloween. twist. What? Yeah. <laughs> what the twist? Um, <laughs> hanging out. I think it was around Halloween uh, with some friends. No. Oh. And it was one of those. We'll just put on horror movies while we do bullshit. And um, <laughs> dot tumblr.com. Dot tumblr.com. Yeah. And Wolf Cop is. I don't feel like it's played straight at all i think it is all just like hey look at this crazy thing we're doing and the there's a practical effects transformation scene uh that takes place in uh a bathroom where the uh the titular wolf cop is taking a piss and you get to see more of wolf cops wolf cock than you could ever really want to Mm. see um Mm. it's so he transitions yes okay yeah, uh, you get to see way too much of that, and it's <laughs> it is very self aware. I feel like I don't know if it's I haven't seen Sharknado, so I don't know if it's Sharknado level, but it is definitely it knows what it is doing, and it is making sure that you know that it knows what it's doing as well. Okay, so, I think it's tough for anything to be as self aware as Sharknado is. Yeah, probably. I think Sharknado is like the the zenith of self aware. Yeah, whatever. Or Kung Fury. Haven't seen yeah. Kung Fury yet. But, okay, so if you've seen Wolf Cop, that disqualifies it from the show, so we can all watch it at our leisure, so I guess we can report back. I've watched it, you know, half-watched it, so... All right, kind of... I I just don't think it's it's up our alley. I think it's... Fair enough, but you've already seen it anyway, so it doesn't matter. I think it's an amusing point. Disqualified. I'll try and give it a watch. Uh, On that note, Turbo Kid is on Netflix. Uh Do we want to do that as an episode, or should one of us go ahead and watch it? Is that full-length? Is that a full-length movie? It's a full-length movie. I think it's probably one of those things like, I think five minutes we could probably tell if it's Bamcast or not. Just fire it up on yeah. Netflix, see, I mean, because you can tell these things. Yeah, you can. Okay. From what I've heard about that one, it may be in a similar vein where it knows exactly what Maybe. it is. But I don't know. We I mean, like it, that trailer. Might be worth a shot. Okay. We'll see. We got a ways to go. We got a busy month. Okay. This one's from Justin. It's called Quibbles and Butts as in Kicking. Hmm. Hailcasters of Banff. DeCorbin here, no need for catchphrase. Forgive me if this has been addressed in the last couple of episodes as I've gotten a bit behind, but I feel like an important detail was overlooked in your Force Awakens discussion. Opinions on the artistic merit of the final scene aside, yes, that shot was horrible. You guys missed perhaps the most important detail. That was a movie finally moving the stinger in front of the credits. That scene absolutely had no place in the movie because it was bonus content that would have been post-credits in any Marvel movie. Several of you spent a lot of MCU offerings insisting that if it was important enough to show, they should do it before the credits. And the happy day has finally arrived. My opinion, Star Wars movie didn't suck. I won't jinx it with too much thought. I do have one other perspective to offer, though. A boy, probably around nine years old, dressed in a replica Rebel Starfighter flight suit, complete with helmet, sat down on the steps of the theater after the movie with a dejected look on his face. It wasn't what I wanted, he sighed to his mother, who was dressed as Leia from Episode 4. Guess there's no pleasing everyone. Now, the silver anniversary of 1990 is over. I feel like I can finally add my voice to the course recommending 1993's Shoot Fighter. 
It's everything BMF demands from its selections. Deep breath. A tournament movie with uniforms in primary colors run by a criminal organization looking for revenge on an old foe. And that's before you add in Bolo Young as a good guy, not a typo. Martin Cove being Creasy and Billy Zabka <laughs> being the hero he was meant to be. Watch it. Huh. And since I feel partially responsible for your favorite landmass, Chayun Fat Tuesday and Martial Arts Monday, or sorry, hashtag Chayun Fat Tuesday and hashtag Martial Arts Movie Monday themes, I have a Kung Fu movie to submit for your personal or podcast consumption. That movie is The Legend 2. The Legend is good, too, but not important here. The Legend 2 features Jet Li rotating among slapstick comedy, awkward romantic comedy, comedy kung fu, melodrama, and serious fights. It has the infamous death touch technique played for laughs, but the high point is Jet Li versus a literal army. For this confrontation, he decides to equip himself with two rope darts, ten katana, half a dozen spears stolen from his opponents, and just for good measure, a blindfold. It's fun. Keep up the good work, and maybe I'll call the Garfield phone during my next road trip. Except from the keypad of my time-traveling DeLorean while in hot pursuit on Chase Island, DeCorbin out. <laughs> Man. In-jokes so so on top words. of in-jokes. Yeah. Hula recommended Shoot Fighter a while back. I believe he even sent us a comic about Shoot Fighter. Mm-hmm. Yes. Shoot Fighter will be watched this year. Let's just put it's that on, on the yes. list. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Building the list. So don't worry about that Shoot Fighter. <laughs> but yeah, that uh yeah, that Star Wars scene does seem tacked on and probably would have been that type of thing. I think it would have been better just I mean, I guess you can't do that with Star Wars. Like you can't you can't do like a mid credits thing that no. I mean the music is no, too iconic, like you. You can't do a I mean you could do a post credits, but it's gonna feel weird. I still say the scene is fine. It's just you can't you can't end. You on can't wipe out of shot. a spinning. It's it like visually yeah. doesn't work. You have to be a static shot. Yeah, you can still use that footage, but yep. Oh well. <laughs> All right. Uh, next one up is from Tom. Hi, Tom. Hello, who, who says hello Bamcast? Hello. just a note to say that i love the show i have some film buddies who are always singing the praises of how did this get made in the flop house but i've always found their generally negative stance on bad movies to be a bit mean-spirited so i thought i'd hunt down a podcast that genuinely loved bad movies like i do yeah i found yours straight away and i've been catching up with shows that cover some of my favorites all week having just listened to the arena episode my favorite so <laughs> yes. far and very much enjoyed your enthusiasm for the hero being named Steve i feel like i need to recommend another Steve movie <laughs> the incredible melting man i watched this with some friends at our weekly cult movie night we also saw robot jocks and arena in a double bill one week which well, i'm yes. sure would have received your bmf seal of approval uh, yeah uh, absolutely we'll make possibly up a seal the highest possible seal of approval yes uh, and we had such a good time with it i was so inspired by it and steve that i even wrote a song which he's attached to here, covering the events of the film, and as if that weren't enough, bought a copy of the novelization, which has really cool cover art. I am proud to say I read about 60% of it before putting it on a shelf forever. Huh. Hey, you get further in books than I do, buddy. <laughs> uh, having only seen 30 of the 310, exclamation point, films that you've covered, thanks, Letterbox. I will definitely be checking out some of the others and listening to your take on them afterwards. Keep up the good work, Tom. He's... Um, he's he's included an ode to Incredible Melting Man, which I guess we'll put at the end of the episode. Okay. Sure, why not, right? Yeah, look for that. And Listen for that. Stay tuned it, for that. And if it's no good, Chuck will edit that out. Sorry. <laughs> nah, just kidding. Yeah. All right, uh, next one up is from James, and this is called Spoilcast Pacific Rim. Hmm. It said, you can only imagine me spitting all over the car when you describe my life for the past month. Yes, my son loves Pacific Rim. It has obviously worked its way into my heart as well. 
My wife found some toys online. He won't go anywhere without them. He grunts the theme song while punching me in the back. He just tossed a cup of water into my stomach while yelling, empty the clip. <laughs> when is an appropriate age for Action USA? It's on YouTube now. James, God bless you all. And he sends pictures of his son making kaiju faces while holding the Pacific Rim toys, which I believe we have up in the corner of the studio. Yeah. Uh, on one of the shelves. over here. And, yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, when action USA mm. trying to remember some of the, I think there's nudity in action USA. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I don't remember if it gets rapey, which is always worse. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're going to have to wait a while in action USA. I'd How wait. old did he I, say I know there's, I, I 99% sure there was nudity in it. Okay. Yeah. So, it's not a raucous good time like Pacific Rim is without awkward bits. Oh of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's always robot jocks. There's there's brief buttocks, but you know, eh. yeah, yeah, not in like <laughs> a sexual way. Room, yeah, man. it's just locker room yeah. buttocks. Yeah, <laughs> ordinary buttocks. <laughs> I ain't mean nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I don't know. Whatever age you. Yeah. Watch it, and then you get yeah, to watch it have, again with your son. We don't have kids, so we're not good about that. Yeah. We All we yeah. can do is tell you, it's like... Seven? Seven's old enough to smoke, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's legal. Yeah, all we can tell you is the <laughs> stuff that we're like, yeah, I guess, yeah, that's in it. So, yeah. If there's a bunch of tadas and fucking in it, then then no, but I don't think there's a bunch of tadas and fucking in it. Yeah, we haven't really actually well, yeah, been the triple T ratio or anything like that. Yeah, no. Not for yeah. real. Well, and that movie, too, I don't seem to, seem to remember it being, like, gruesome as far as, like, bullets and stuff like that it's no. more like oh man they jumped this car through a building you know that sort of stuff yeah so and blew up some things that ostensibly didn't have people in them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now fast five you're never too young for fast five no never too young yep. never too young for five mm-hmm. <laughs> all right uh last one wow yeah last one uh comes to us from iceland hey <gasps> is that this olina? is from olina oh yay right. it's titled her email educational cast uh, Dearest Bamfcast, hello from the tiny icy island that's warmer than Greenland. Thanks for recommending Fan TV. Does the job and has directed me to fertile movie watching. Good. As to VPN, they're cheaper, but I need the static IP address to perform my job and allow my students to use it as well. Mm-hmm. Some can't afford either VPN or IP, and IP can carry up to 20 users, hence the expense. Which leads to how you four have influenced Iceland. I teach high school linguistics while getting my doctorate in the same subject. Oh, no. We often screen movies for discussion, especially regarding slang. After hearing your breakdown of detention, I've purchased and screened it for class. What a hit. I'm now the coolest teacher on campus. (laughs) Okay. We're a small city, and often words or phrases will bleed from our lessons and spread like a virus over campus, in turn infecting the rest of Reykjavik. Holy shit. You gentlemen will be pleased to know tripping out on Fraggle Rock and son of a bitch dinosaur are now deeply entrenched in hip Icelandic vernacular, <laughs> making Bamcast the coolest podcast in Iceland. Small wishes come true now to conquer a larger country. I have a few recommendations, but we'll save them as I'm running long and I'm unsure of how open you are to foreign movies. Mm. I'll clarify something. All apologies to Chuck. I hadn't intended to call you a douche cake. Sometimes I can't connect your voices to personality and English isn't my first language. Oh, that's okay. While you're all charming, funny, wise, and insightful gentlemen, you, Chuck, are my favorite. Uh, Crash and burn, Olina. Chuck has a, has a yeah. vote. Sent from the outdated campus AV office. P.S. Did Steve, like the bird heron, ever do his own podcast? He's my favorite of your fans, sort of a fifth beetle. <laughs> well, did you, Steve? Steve. So there Steve. you go, Steve. Steve, uh, <laughs> Steve, write us in, let us know. Steve's whatever, whatever, Steve's whatever, chat. whatever happened with that. 
He's in bed by now. Oh, well, that's right. Oh. It might be past bedtime. <laughs> I think someone mistranslated BJ for you. Uh, BJ is clearly your favorite, not me. <laughs> no, no, Chuck. No, come on. Come no. On, Chuck. I, I, it's, it's you can a, be a favorite. It, you're a swell guy. Obviously a mistranslation going Well, I'm here. curious. You're, you're did super. you intend to call one of the other of us, of, of us douchecakes? One of you is a douchecake. <laughs> Listen, if she likes Chuck, that means that I'm probably the douchecake. Because Chuck and I have had beef. Have you? Yeah, we have beef now. Do, Do we? Yeah. Right now? Yeah, I okay. think so. Okay. Oh. We keep we're in a constant state of beef and no beef. Oh, beef wow. and squash beef. Oh, I see. That's what I determined when we were chatting squash the other day. Beef. Yeah. All right. Fine. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, You're a douche hey, cake. Um, the only thing I ask out of all of that, uh, since apparently you know where it came from, please tell us where tripping on Fraggle Rock came from, because I don't remember any of us saying that. Was that was that a detention thing, or I don't I don't even, I don't know. Tripping on tripping, Fraggle or tripping Rock. Tripping out on Fraggle Rock. Yeah, like I said when we were talking about making a murder, I can't remember shit we said last week. Yeah. Yeah. Son of a bitch dinosaur, I remember only because of that damn video. Well, and we said it to each other for a good solid yeah. year. Oh, it's from detention. Oh. Is it? Yeah, it's listening to your loud music, tripping out to Fraggle Rock, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Okay. okay, so we didn't say it. it was, it's yeah. from, oh, we okay. repeated yeah. it. We said, son of a bitch dinosaur, you said, son of a bitch yeah. dinosaur, Yeah, I think. And Steve has updated us in the live chat and said, within the next few months, he promises. Mm. When, so you're, when we you're will... of legal age to make a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. But, well, Steve, uh, let us know. Please. Maybe we'll give you a shout out. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Sure, we'll shout out Steve. Steve yeah, we'll say course. Steve has a podcast. Steve's a well, good, good night, everybody. Steve, <laughs> like, Steve <laughs> like the podcast. All Steve has to do is hit the ten dollar level on our Patreon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then yes. we'll yes. get out there and chill. <laughs> get out there and promote. sit some more babies and lawn some more mows. <laughs> then right. we will promote Steve's podcast. That's right. On the air. <laughs> Everybody's got a price. <laughs> now everything has a price. So Steve, uh, get your parents' credit card. <laughs> get your parents' permission. To dial one nine hundred. No, 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 just right. get the card. It's just one hundred twenty dollars a year. <laughs> Go into your parents' wallets and purses and grab out all the green pieces of paper and mail yep. them to the Bamfcast. Uh, <laughs> mail them to BMF at bmfcast.com. If yes, anyone gets that reference, them. cheers. Mm-hmm. Made a soupy sales reference. I did. Thank you. Oh cheers. Jesus. Nice. But yeah, that's uh, that's all. Old we got. fucking Old man, man Arlo. <laughs> yeah. Old man Chuck. That's all we got for this week for emails. <laughs> pretty good good emails yeah. good job everybody <sighs> voicemails no? no 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 voicemails lately no? people yeah. have been, the garfield phone's been quiet call us from the road really you guys are on the road you got yeah. phones don't we all <laughs> you used to call me from the open maybe road. we need a garfield phone app mm. maybe that needs to be a goal on the page there is an app it you just you just open you, you unlock your phone and you tap the little one that looks like a phone yeah, handset and that's to, the app we need to be able to change to the make a icon button. to make it the garfield face and oh it, and we also need a special number that the, the patrons can call into oh that's man. different so like it, it just patrons answers, only hotline, yeah, hotline. Get right through it's just like hello <laughs> patron hello. it'll just be my you'll just give them my phone number yeah, yeah. they'll just call you yeah. it's the hotter line <laughs> BJ, hi. <laughs> it's four o'clock in the morning. You. What the fuck do you want? It's Actually, honestly, it'd be more like it's, it's like four o'clock in the morning. Iceland. I'm I'm busy trying to play the witness. What the fuck do you want? Are you watching any anime? <laughs> we'll put that at the five hundred dollar level. Anime. Yeah. If, if you subscribe for five hundred dollars for three months, you can get one of our phone numbers. You can. Have, you, 
For, if you do that, I'll you teach you how to make a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I will, if you I do will come to your house and my, show you how to make a podcast. Be my roommate. $435 a month. You can be my roommate. There it is. That's what it takes. There it is. $100 a month. You can have my phone number. I never answer the phone anyway. So There you go. You can hear my voicemail. Hot perks. Yeah. <laughs> like voicemails that other people leave me. You can hear oh, those. Okay. So you, yeah, oh, that's nice. It's part of the perk. That's sweet. That's nice. But yeah, give them some contact information, BJ. Um, if you want to check out our Patreon and I'm all gonna that give fun them, stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah. slam the Patreon on them first. Um, <laughs> Patreon.com slash BMFcast. Um, yeah. As usual, or as, as we stated earlier in the, uh, the intro, all of your normal podcast stuff will always be free. We will always love you and do that for you. Uh, but we got some hot ass content coming your way, and we have some goals. <laughs> We're about halfway to our next goal, which is merchandising, um, and we will be able to bring some sweet BMF items to you. Uh, some maybe some BMF underwear, or perhaps BMF socks, or uh, BMF popsicles. Popsicles, yeah, yeah. yeah. They'll be like the face mm. popsicles. Yes, so, yeah, yeah. We're gonna have uh, Hula design those, I think. Okay. Um, those be ice. Cream she's sandwiches. good at stylizing our faces. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, but anyhow, patreon.com slash bmfcast. You don't have to donate, but we love you if you do. And uh, major, major thanks to the, the the people that already have. Um, again, we are astounded and humbled by that. Uh, mm-hmm. We did not expect your generosity to uh, to come flooding in as, as generously and quickly as it did. Um, just blown away. Uh, hashtag blown away. But on to the regular contact information, which is send us emails, bmf at bmfcast.com. Give us a call on the Garfield phone, 910-5-JOCKS-BMF, uh, 910-556-9263, or get at us on the website at bmfcast.com. There is a bunch of, uh, there are a bunch of buttons on the right-hand side that's all the social shit over there and some Amazon goofiness. Uh, so <laughs> cl- just click all those buttons and, and... Do all the things. Do all those things. Yeah. Interact with us, please. Please, RT. <laughs> please clap. Yes, hashtag please clap. Please clap. <laughs> All right, are we are we good? Are yeah, we done? I think yeah, we're, good. we're totally uh, done. All right, let's get out of here. I'm uh, Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamfcast out.
doctor in pursuit saying he was a failed experiment As the ears and the nose melted off his face He couldn't stop his flashbacks to outer space So melted.